Hello, my friends, and welcome to episode 46 of the Informed Catholic. Uh, my name is Ned Jabbar, so let's open up with a prayer, please. <clears throat> I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again from the dead, and he ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From there, he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, now and forever. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So, uh, we are now in the first week of Easter 2020. And the whole world has changed. We are now in the coronavirus world. And unfortunately, um, we didn't get to celebrate Easter we didn't get to celebrate Holy Week. Um, we had to be quarantined because of this virus that came out of Wuhan, China. And there's a lot of reports now, of course, that it came out of a laboratory. Um, earlier reports said that it was from the wet markets where they sell exotic animals and um, unsanitary conditions. Let's just make it one important thing that's clear. This is not an attack, and nor shall it ever be an attack against Chinese Americans or any nationalist. It's wrong, and it goes against God. Um, I agree with this um, evangelical minister, uh, Reverend or Dr. Ravi Zacharias, um, very intelligent man, fantastic apologist uh, from India. And um, he said one time about race, about ethnicity, that it is sacred because God created all the different nations and peoples of the world. And all the peoples of the world, God uh, exists because God made them. Um, the ethnicities, colors of skin, it's the way God intended it. It's part of the mystery of creation and I think attacking Asian people or anybody randomly it's just wrong it's wrong this problem came from a political machine a political ideology communism socialism is a political ideology that is against the human person, that believes the human person is nothing more 
but an instrument um, that believes in the, in experimenting on people mentally and it believes in destroying them mentally and, and, and emotionally and that you can reprogram a human being. That's what communism, Marxism, socialism, whatever you want to call it, believes. And making them into slaves and making them into drones. Let's just accept it. That's just what it is. And there are also people in the West. Um, there's even reports going now about Bill Gates, George Soros, um, these also people from uh, who believe in this one new world order and this one world government that it um, reports that I have, to, I have to honestly say still need to be um, confirmed. And this is something that I think it's, it's going to take time and I believe that um, the will of heaven, God himself, our Lord, and the intercession of Our Lady will reveal it. Um, it's interesting, I was listening to John Henry Weston of LifeSite News, and he, it's interesting, um, this famous um, pop culture wrestler, Hulk Hogan, I remember used to watching him as a kid, um, on TV <clears throat> is, um, seems to be a devout Christian seems to have a, I don't know if he's Catholic. I know he comes from an Italian French and, um, background with various ethnicities mixed in him pointed out that it, this is a, a message from heaven. And it is, um, we worship baseball players, athletes, and there are idols. We worship actors, various celebrities. They are idols. Um, we, we basically are, are a society that has very different um, pagan idols, no different than the past, but they're just repackaged differently. Everything of pop culture, every single pop, culture idol has been shut down <laughs> God has taken them away but at the same time we refuse to worship and acknowledge God and he shut the doors of the church in our face um, I, I truly believe that is that is true that is absolutely true and I believe God is making us think you know, we're like little children. You know, when you do something bad, your parents take away your privileges. Uh, they take away television from you. Remember that? Because you do something bad or you fit, you did horrible on a test. So TV has been taken away from you. Sports have been taken away from you. Um, your comic books have been taken away from you. You can't go out and play. You can't hang around with your friends. The door has been shut. You're punished. That's exactly what's happened to us. That's exactly what happened to us. And it's, it, it, and we, you know, I hope we, we understand this and we were paying attention, but 
it's kind of difficult because I don't think people, you know, people don't like to think that way. And it's interesting that it was brought up that um, Pope Francis and uh, the liturgical congregation changed the liturgy that dealt with tribulation and pestilence. Um, it, it basically took out the idea that it is a punishment from God. And I hate to say it, but <clears throat> I do pray for Pope Francis. I do pray it, but he really, really troubles me. He troubles me, and it, it's really sad because the Holy Father seems to really duck deep. I mean, over the passion, over the holiday weekend, over the um, the Holy Week, sorry, um, after Good Friday, he, he, he reopened the study for possible deaconess, women deacons. He reopened it. And it's really scary because I saw a documentary on Our Lady of Akita, Japan. And the warning, and it's been said that the, the, the message of Akita and the message of Fatima are one and the same. And the message was a warning against the possibility of heresy that there'll come a pope and there'll be cardinals and other church leaders that will miss that will lead many of the faithful and many within the church into heresy that they'll try to solve the problems of the world and suppress the truth suppress the truth of the gospel again the church it's true, the church has been infiltrated by people with strong Marxist socialist ideology that believe very strongly in the, in, in the social engineering. Um, Adolf Hitler and his cronies back in World War II practiced social engineering by reprogramming people. They do that in Northern Korea. They do that in Northern Korea. They did that in many communist authoritarian states. Totalitarian states where they reprogram people. They put people through a programming thing. Islamic um, movements do the same thing with the youth. They re it could happen in any cult, in any extremist people, even among evangelicals. Um, Christians in any particular that's where, where abuse of power Christian, Catholic, Jewish it doesn't matter they all do it they all practice this, this ideology because they think they're creating something better devoid of love in Catholicism or, or evangelical Christianity you, you can do something like that devoid of the, of, from the love of God and that is wrong Taking away free will and believing the individual should not have any free will is wrong. Um, anyway, I'm going to look through some um, LifeSite articles. We're going to examine some things. So, I'll be right back.
one of the things that's very troublesome about all this is the church doors are closed, but the supermarkets are open. The, ch the church doors are closed, but McDonald's is open. You have a kid wrapping up your food, handing it over to you. The church doors are closed, but Home Depot is open. The church doors are closed, but you still have to ride the subway and the buses to go to work. And, you know, you can go onward and onward and onward. So the question is, some people, some critics are asking, why can't we use the same social distancing in the church? Granted, maybe we could have had church services, more church services with less people practicing social distancing. You can have people scheduling them. You can have the bishops and the scheduling these services, but with more people. And maybe it could work. But unfortunately, that's not what happened. And now you have government officials cracking down and threatening priests and pastors of arrest. And it's just ridiculous. I, you know, I know, but there's no easy answer to this and it's understandable. So let me put on this article. This is some life site news and it's a, um, international and it's, uh, actually life news, not life site news, life's news where Trump halts funding for the who, which wanted to use coronavirus funds to kill babies in abortion. International by Stephen Artlett, April 14th, 2020. President Donald Trump this afternoon announced he would hold federal taxpayers' funding for the WHO, the international agency that has, been, that has botched its response to the coronavirus. The WHO has been accused of lying to the world about the coronavirus and it has come under fire for saying killing babies and abortions is somehow an essential procedure as the world deals with coronavirus pandemic. Trump announced Tuesday that the U.S. will halt monetary contributions to the World Health Organization while administrations review the mistakes it made managing the pandemic. As the Washington Examiner reports, with the outbreak of the COVID-19 pandemic, we have deep concerns whether America's generosity has been, been put to the best use possible, Trump said during his daily White House briefings. Trump said the WHO failed in its duty to report the truth about the rise of the coronavirus outbreak and hid evidence that the virus would spread from human to human. He added that delays in declaring a global health emergency cost valuable time and that many lives could have been saved if the WHO conducted more investigations into the reports on the outbreak in China. Our country will be forced to find other ways to work with other nations to achieve public health goals, he said. 
the reality is that the who fail adequately to obtain and share information in a timely, transparent fashion, he said. The WHO received heavy criticism early this month when it falsely claimed abortion is considered an essential service during coronavirus pandemic. The service related to reproductive health excuse me, are considered to be part of essential services during the COVID-19 outbreak. Women's choices and rights to sexual and reproductive health care should be respected irrespective of whether or not she has a suspect or confirmed COVID-19 infection. Who said in a statement, the WHO said in a statement, medical groups representing over 33,000 doctors disagree. Wow, 33 doctors disagree with this. (laughs) You don't hear that every day. Meanwhile, the United Nations leaders are pushing through a $2 billion spending plan for the coronavirus that includes funding to abort unborn babies in elective abortions based on WHO recommendations. Women's choice and rights to sexual and reproductive health care should be respected irrespective of COVID-19 status, including access to contraception and safe abortion to the full extent of the law. Let me stop right here. It's been reported uh, that... Women have given birth who were infected by the coronavirus and the children came out unaffected. And they're not infected by the the coronavirus. So that's a good sign. And as I said before, the so-called abortion clinics and abortion procedures is all based on money. They have to keep it's a it's a money money making machine you know the idea behind it is to keep you know you you keep the the medical equipment and the procedures to perform abortion it's all money it keeps a money money producing machine um it's like a factory and in order to to make money they got to keep performing performing abortions even in an age where they have abortion inducing pills not that I'm trying to endorse that. I don't. It basically is a money-moving machine. It's sad, but it's true. And it's really pathetic. Um, America gives huge amounts of money to the United Nations. However, President Trump and his administration have been pushing back aggressively against the United Nations pro-abortion agenda, insisting that countries support women and children born and unborn. Okay, so in 2017, Trump stopped giving tax dollars to the United Nations Population Fund, the UNFBA, because it pushes abortion and and on other countries and has worked with China for decades to implement its forced abortion population control policies. Trump renewed the order again in 2018 and 2019. The decision cut $32.5 million in funding from the UNFPA budget. Still, it appears that more needs to be done. 
abortion groups receive funding from many different sources, both government and private, and cutting off taxpayers' funding to abortion entirely is not easily done. While the Trump administration has been working to restore a cultural life at the United Nations, there are many other countries and activists trying to do the exact opposite. There's nothing essential about aborting an unborn baby. Abortion destroys unborn babies' lives and often puts their mothers at risk. The world's response to the coronavirus pandemic has been to devote a huge amount of resources and sacrifices greatly to save human lives, if only society would make similar efforts to save babies in the womb. That's the big problem. He may cut it, but eventually if you get another, if you get a president comes along and decides to refund it, and that's the and, and that's the greatest evil, unfortunately. And, and you know the unfortunate fact is you get this from a lot of these places. It's really sad. So um, now let's see. There's another article here. All right, this is about closing churches. Life News. I kind of confused it with Life Site News because, you know, it's a similar title. And, all right. California churches sue Governor Newsom for closing churches while letting abortion clinics stay open. <laughs> there you go. This is from uh, by Mil- M- Micah Bilker. Bilker, I hope I'm pronouncing your name right. April, April 14th, 2020. Three California churches filed a lawsuit against abortion Democrat Governor Gavin Newsom this week after he exempted abortion facilities but not religious institutions from his stay-at-home mandate during the coronavirus crisis. This is what I was talking about. Everything, everything else is open but close the church doors. This is not just the Catholic Church, the Greek Orthodox Church, the Protestant churches. Home Depot is open. Burger King is open. (laughs) McDonald's are open. Uh, The supermarkets are open. The drugstores are open. Whole Foods is open. The subways are running. And... You know, it's just ridiculous and stupid. And they had to close the churches. I mean, granted, I would be willing to be at mass and not receive communion. I know it's a terrible thing to say. I don't like thinking it. But just to be there for our Lord would have been important, would have been great if the bishops would have put their spine into it. And they didn't. Let's get back to the article. Okay. The stay-at-home mandate during the coronavirus crisis, represented by attorney Hermit Dillon. Okay, I might be pronouncing the name wrong. The churches argue that Newsom's Attorney General Xavier Bikra and officials in San Bernardino and Riverside counties are violating their First Amendment rights to religious freedom and assembly. Completely true. Give up your freedoms 
and you will find it very hard to get it back. I am totally agreeable to it. Okay, if the if the state decided to close down the newspapers, you'd be hearing reporters, the journalists screaming bloody murder because it violates their freedom of speech. Absolutely, I agree with it. The state does not get to dictate the method of worship to the faithful. Uh, Dilan said, if a if a California, if a Californian is able to go to Costco there you go, or the local marijuana shop, there you go, or a liquor store, and you, you know, I already said it, and buy goods in a responsible, socially distant manner, then he or she must be allowed to practice their faith using the same precautions. As I said, you see, there you go. The pastors believe they should be able to continue holding church services as long as they follow social distancing recommendations according to the according to the lawsuit. Newsom's order prohibited non-essential business operations and activities during the coronavirus pandemic. However, he allowed an exception for abortion facilities. Hypocrite to continue killing unborn babies. Even abortions are almost entirely elective and unnecessary. Absolutely true. Meanwhile, pro-life sidewalk counselors and churches are being fined for supposedly disobeying the state and local health mandate, according to the report. James Moffat, a senior pastor at Church Unlimited in Indio, said he fined it was fined a thousand dollars for disobeying Riverside County stay-at-home order by holding a Palm Sunday service, according to KTLA 5, Los Angeles. I have no, well, I'm, I'm a New Yorker and I live in Brooklyn, so I have no idea what that KTLA, but let's keep reading. Moffat believes that scripture commands him as a pastor to lay hands on people and pray for them. This includes the sick, the lawsuit says. Hmm. Fox 10 reporter, another California church abiding place, ministers in Campo, lost its fight in court Friday when a federal judge refused to allow its members to meet on Easter Sunday in violation of San Diego County order. Must be a liberal judge. U.S. District, district Judge Cynthia Bashant argued that the right to freedom of religion does not include the right to expose the community to commensable disease. <sighs> but you can have an abortion. Absolutely, you can have an abortion, but you can't worship. You see what I'm saying? Give up your freedom. You let them take it away from you. You're going to find it hard to come to get it back. Do not let them do this, people. I'm telling you. I'm speaking to everybody regardless of what church you belong to, denomination, or even religion. Okay, I'm going to go that far. You let them take it away, and you will not get it back. This is a time where all Christians, regardless of what denomination, we have to stand together. Catholic, or Orthodox, or Protestant, we have to stand together. 
most churches in California are not holding in-prison services, according to the report. Many now are broadcasting services online or doing drive-in services where people stay in their vehicles with their windows rolled up in, ch in the church parking lot and listen to the service over the radio. But some states are cracking down on drive-in church services as well. Last week, police fined members of a Mississippi church $500 each for, t for attending a drive-in service. Supposedly, they violated social distancing order, even though the church, Temple Baptist in Greensville, required attend attendees to stay in their vehicles with the windows up and listen to the worship service through their radios, according to Washington Times. And they still fined them $500. I saw the image. You can see a, a, a sheriff or police officer walking up and putting the ticket on their window. <laughs> in Kentucky, police showed up at another drive-in church service, recorded the license plate numbers of those who attended, left notices on their windshields, and warned people to quarantine for 14 days or else face further enforcement measure. Quarantine for 14 days. And then there's a report that Bill Gates invested, along with George Soros, they're possibly investors in this Wuhan factory. That's another thing. But I'm still looking into it because I want to make sure it's it's the truth. They supposedly that they invented this device or computer chip that can actually find out which could be in your phone or in your one of your smartwatches that can find out if you got exposed to a Wuhan virus to the Corona 19 virus and how do you know if it's true or not and then tell you you have to quarantine yourself I mean I hate to say it but now it's beginning to sound like the mark of the beast Okay, according to USA Today, a Florida pastor also was arrested in March for holding church services. Additionally, pro-life sidewalk counselors are being fined and arrested for offering information and resources to pregnant moms as they go into abortion facilities earlier this month. David Benham and several others were arrested for paying outside well, for praying outside an abortion clinic in Charlottesville, North Carolina. Police in San Francisco also cited pro-life sidewalk, sidewalk counselors who was doing outreach outside a Planned Parenthood abortion facility. Amazing. This is the church during the age of the coronavirus. This is it. And I'm telling you, this has to stop. We can't allow this to happen. The next report here from LifeNews.com Christians arrested for praying outside abortion center file lawsuit against city. This is from Stephen Ertlet, again, April 14th, 2020. A group of North Carolina Christians filed a lawsuit against Greensboro authorities today after they were arrested for praying outside a local abortion clinic. Alliance Defending Freedom filed lawsuit today against the city of Greensboro and Guilford County on behalf of pro-life North Carolina citizens whom police arrested for engaging in peaceful prayer outside an abortion facility. As ADF explained in a letter sent to the city on April 2nd, 
here, the arrests should not have occurred because the pro-life members of the Christian ministry Love Life were in compliance with a Guilford County emergency proclamation related to the coronavirus crisis. The city is standing by its arrest of the, of the Love Life members because they travel by car and not by foot and because they travel from outside the county. Prohibitions found nowhere in a proclamation or any law. The city also claimed that the proclamation gives the city authority to prohibit all First Amendment activity. Wow. All First Amendment activity, which is also untrue. Love Life members intentionally and carefully engage in their activities to comply with the proclamation. The government can't allow some people to walk and talk on sidewalks and then say that these pro-life citizens can't walk and pray there. This was never about public health and safety. It was about the government silencing people because it doesn't like what they have to say, said ADF Senior Counsel Dennis Hurl. While we support the efforts of authorities to prioritize the public's health and safety, people of faith can't be singled out as the city has done here. If abortion businesses can stay open to perform elective abortions during the pandemic, Christians who abide by health and safety guidelines should certainly be allowed to pray outside. Wow. On March 28th and 30th, Love Life President Justin Reeder and a few other representatives of the organization walked near a Women's Choice abortion facility to pray both on the public property uh, and adjacent private property where Love Life regularly prays with the property owner's, pr property owner's permission. M mindful of the Guilford County's proclamation, Love Life ensured that at all times fewer than 10 individuals were present in his group, that they were spaced at least six feet apart, and that they were equipped with sanitizers as required by the social distancing provisions of proclamation. Their activities are also allowed under several other provisions of the proclamation. Wow. On Friday, Guilford County amended its proclamation in the wake of the ADF letter, an apparent attempt to target free speech by adding outdoor activities mean outside exercise <laughs> and or recreational activity. It does not include outside activity for other purposes. In other words, you can't pray. You can't hold uh, prayer on the sidewalk. The proclamation allows you to exercise. You can run, which I heard that possibly for an athlete or someone jogging that you could be spreading the coronavirus because the fact that you could be admitting it through your body heat as you run. Isn't that interesting? But I guess they think praying means you're spreading the coronavirus. <laughs> I don't know. Nevertheless, Love Life representatives were issued citations and arrested. Greensboro police officer told them they were in violation of the proclamation, specifically travel for a non-essential function. 
the city attorney doubled down on that erroneous interpretation, telling ADF that Love Life can pray and speak at home, even though no travel restrictions exist for organizations like Love Life that provide free social services to those in need. Wow, unbelievable. As our lawsuit explains, the emergency proclamation, the Constitution, and court uh, president do not support these interpretations. They all support the free speech activities of love life, said ADF Senior Kevin Thorat, director of the ADF Center for Life. The legal rule that the government must follow is that it must have truly compelling interests in order to violate citizens, a citizen's First Amendment rights, and it must do so in the least restrictive means possible. But when the same government is allowing some people to walk, bike, golf, and picnic, that's true, while threatening others with 60 days jail and a $1,000 fine for praying on a sidewalk, they have not even come close to meeting that burden. It's so stupid. I'm telling you, this is, they, they went for a power graph. This is, this is what I was worried about. They went for a power grab. The other day, they pulled a man off a bus in Philadelphia. It was like watching Nazis, watching a communist thing. Unbelievable. You know, I could go on and on. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. I'm telling you, this is dangerous. What they're doing is absolutely dangerous. It's, it, 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 it's, it's just ridiculous. This, and we're wondering why there's a global pandemic. We were warned. Our lady warned us at La Salette. I like to look into that more. I like to look at the La Salette prophecy, the La Salette apparitions. I like to look at Our Lady of Good Success apparitions. I like to look at the Fatima apparitions even more. And I want to look at the Akita apparitions. Akita is one of those apparitions that for some reason has been suppressed. And it happened sometime in the 70s and 60s, I believe. And I believe there were more than 100 apparitions, possibly. But I'm telling you, this is serious. This, this can't go on like this. Our, our constitutional rights have been violated and they, and they have closed the churches and our pastors and bishops had no spine. They did very little to stand up for their flock, for, their, for the members, for the children of the church, and they have given it up easily. I have to admire the evangelical Christians on this one. I have to admire them. They stood up and, they, and, and, and they're always willing to fight for their faith. And that's one thing that a lot of times uh, Catholics, especially in America, have done very little. A lot of times we act like we're more ashamed of our faith and we're willing to, um, to, let, to let the world and the devil run us over, walk over us. Anyway, I'm not saying all Catholics. There are Catholics that will stand up for their faith, and I have to admit that. But unfortunately, the majority don't. I'm going to end it here and uh, remember to pray your rosary, to please pray the rosary. I'm going to read a passage of scripture before we go. So um, I'd like to read uh, from uh, 
the book of Revelation, it's chapter 2, starting from verse 18 to the end of it. The message to the church of Thyatira. And to the angel of the church in Thyatira, write the words of the Son of God, who has eyes like a flame of fire, and whose feet are like varnished bronze. I know your works, your love, and faith, and service, and patient endurance, that your letter, your latter works exceed the first. But I have this against you, that you tolerate the woman Jezebel, who calls herself a prophetess, and is teaching and beguiling my servants to practice immorality and to eat food sacrificed to idols. I gave her time to repent, but she refuses to repent of her immorality. Behold, I will throw her on a sickbed and those who commit adultery with her. I will throw her into great tribulation unless they repent of her doings. And I will strike her children dead, and all the churches shall know that I am he searching mind and heart. And I will give to each of you as, as your works deserve. But to the rest of you in Thyatira, who do not hold this teaching, who have not learned what, what some call the deep things of Satan, to you I say, I do not lay upon you any other burden. Only hold fast to what you have until I come. He who conquers and who keeps my works until the end, I will give him power over the nations and he shall rule them with a rod of iron as when earthen pots are broken in pieces. Even as I myself have received power from my father, and I will give him the morning star. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, I have to say, um, the book of Revelation now makes more sense to me more than every way before. I can see that our Lord was talking about heresy. And I can see what the meaning of certain things are. I understand now, although there might be a different interpretation as well, of the stars swept down by the dragon's tail represent possibly the, the bishops, the, the bishops in the church, and that they have been seduced by the dragon. The sweeping down of the tail is almost like a contempt. It's like the dragon, the devil, sees them with great contempt. That he, you know, that they're not even much to. They didn't put up much of a fight, and it's as you can see. They don't put much of a fight. A great immorality has entered into the church. This immorality comes with a certain thinking a certain style, a certain way of behavior, a fashion of thought. And a contempt for the gospel, a contempt for the teachings of the church, a contempt for holiness. 
And this is serious. My friends, it's really serious. We really have to. And it's not just in the Catholic Church. I'm sure it could be in the, in the Coptic Church. It could be in the Orthodox Church. It could be in the Protestant churches. A lot of people have begun to interpret the, the Christian faith, the Gospels, with a secular humanist philosophy, a secular humanist uh, belief. There's even, ver <clears throat> excuse me, there's even versions um, of the liberation theology that even entered the Protestant churches. Not just the Catholic church with it from the Jesuits. It has invaded and penetrated some Protestant thinking where they focus only on social things. We'll continue this next time. Um, I'm glad I'm able to go back doing commentary again. So um, I'm still going to do the liturgical readings um, as long as I have to. I'll try the best I can. Um, I'm, I'm on vacation now, so I'm, I was able to do a lot more of these podcasts, which was fun. And I'm happy to do them. And I'll continue to do them um, even when I have to go back to work at some point. Um, I can't believe... You know, I'm, t I'm actually, you know, gone through this. It's hard to believe the world has changed. But anyway, God bless you. So let's end it with a prayer. We'll say a prayer, um, the Hail Mary, in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners. Now, the hour of our death. Amen. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Amen. God bless.